What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the king of old school, Steve Prino. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. What up, what up? This is your boy, ATH. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike Bondo. This is Bobby Fish, one half of Red Dragon. It's the hit boy, Red Titus. And you're listening to the ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast on ROHworld.com? They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. These three guys are something like FBI agents. Be careful. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 98 of the ROH Cast, only two weeks away from episode 100. My name's Harry. I'm the web designer and co owner of ROHworld.com. And as always, I'm here with the other co owner. And the editor of the website, Stephen. Hello, everyone. And, well, as you may have seen on rhworld.com by the uh, the graphic for this uh, podcast, John is, is not booked this week. He is not here. Next time, John. <laughs> Take care. It's time to get off. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to talk about the uh, TV show as we always do, and we'll get to the latest Ring of Honor news and answer the questions and topics that you sent in. And we'll also be talking about a night of hoopla, which took place last night in Chicago. So we'll kick the show off by talking about the latest Ring of Honor on SBG TV show that aired this past Saturday. Now, normally, me and Stephen don't see it, but I've actually seen it this week. Which is probably why we don't need to book John, because we only need one person to actually see the show, so he's not needed this week. We don't need to fly him in on our uh, expensive jets. Now, bearing in mind, I watched uh, this past, so the July 6th show, and then the on this uh, one tomorrow, the 13th, at the same time, last weekend. So my memory is a bit hazy on exactly what happened. Oh, here we go. So it's going to sound like I haven't seen it, but honestly, I did watch them. Um... <laughs> John Silver and Alex Reynolds took on Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Now, from what I remember about these two guys, it looked like Trent Beretta and Tony Kazina. <laughs> That's what I remember thinking those two guys looked like. Um, <laughs> and they were defeated by Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander when they hit the overtime on Silver to get the win. And I believe at one point, Adrenaline Rush, um, this is actually a common theme throughout all of the, this, these, the, both the TVs I watched for some reason. Random guys would come out of the, the entranceway and stand there with a spotlight on them and just, you know, just watch the match. I don't know why. why. <laughs> I, I don't know what Adrenaline Rush were doing out here, but they just wanted to watch. Maybe they didn't have tickets to <laughs> get a seat. Um, then we have an in-ring promo with Nigel McGuinness where he basically says that uh, Jay Briscoe was injured uh, during the main event against Mark Briscoe at Best in the World and that Mark suffered a concussion and won't be able to compete in Steel Cage Warfare. Um, Steve Carino was going insane on commentary about how happy he was. Kevin Steen came out and basically 
said that he wants to be in Steel Cage Warfare. And I believe <laughs> Karina made me laugh when Steen like dropped an F bomb or something and Karina goes, He's speaking French <laughs> um, never never watching the TV, I, I forget how good of a commentator Karina actually is. You you miss out. Um well, one good thing about both of these shows. Kevin Kelly's mic was so quiet, you couldn't really hear him. You could hear Karina perfectly. Kevin Kelly, nothing. It was it was great. <laughs> um, basically, McGuinness doesn't want to put um, Steen on Team Ring of Honor because Steen was the one who founded Scum, and before he can actually make an official decision, Scum hit the ring and start beating on uh, Steen and McGuinness, and that led to B.J. Whitmer, Michael Elgin, and Jay Lethal making the save. Um, we then have a Women of Honor match, and we'll go to our Women of Honor report, Stephen. Uh, will the Hello details? There. Do you have any details from this match? I I don't. To refresh my memory with the who the participants in the match were, and I'll give you a a, a rundown of. And Vader Scott. Oh, of course, Vader Scott's in ring debut in in Ring of Honor, and uh, she got destroyed. There we go, and then we had. Adam Page taking on Silas Young, and before the match, Silas Young got the mic, and Stephen, well, did you write that promo? Uh, I, I don't want to say anything, but me and Silas Young are very close, we're, <laughs> we're, we're good friends, we are real gentlemen, and uh, I, I must admit that I, I did give him a bit of help on his uh, on his promo, we did go through it uh, before the show, and I thought it was a great promo. His views on women in wrestling seem to reflect... Uh... A member of the RH cast force for some very suspicious. Um, this match, did you did you watch this? I know you saw the promo. Did you actually watch the match? I didn't know. I've, I've heard Should it's very, I, good, it's very good. It was surprisingly mm. good. It it felt like um, this year's equivalent of Taven versus Mondo, where two guys are given a small window on TV to just do as much as they possibly can, and they they beat the crap out of each other. It was a really good match, and it must have been what five to ten minutes tops maybe like eight or something but it was really good and there was some innovative spots and i really enjoyed this match it was surprising and i hope we see both of these guys again and i think we're going to talk about adam page in the in the news a bit so um yeah, I think yeah. someone someone on the forum said it was it was like this year's um sort of taven and mondo and yeah i'm i'm, I'm glad that both guys seem to be getting more opportunities i mean i think i think silas young is been really underused. I mean, I think there were rumours about him signing a contract quite a while ago. I'm not sure if he actually did or not. Mm. Um, I think he's just... I don't know, he's, just, he's great in the ring and he just seems to have... You know, he's very charismatic. He just seems to have something different to a lot of the guys on the roster. So I think he should definitely be uh, be used more. And I think, uh, you know, a little feud between those two guys, which seems to be uh, happening anyway, could really propel both of them up the card. And, uh, you know, as we said earlier, it could uh, do the same for them too that you know, what he did for, for Mike Mondo. I know Taven sort of disappeared a bit, but obviously now he's, he's doing well. So that mm. little feud really catapulted both of them into the spotlight, really. So if, if that can do the same for, for Silas Young and Adam Page, then that would be, uh, be really well done. And then we get to our main event, which was Matt Taven, who we were just talking about, defending his TV title against Eddie Edwards. Um, this was a good match, actually. I quite enjoyed this main event. Um, unfortunately, there's a little bit of shenanigans that led to the finish from what i recall truth martini was on the apron and he had he'd passed um taven the book of truth or the title i think it was the title actually um as taven went to hit eddie with the belt eddie reversed it but then 
one of the hoopla hotties. Is it Silesia? Silesia, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, distracted. And the Eddie. women of honor. Is she a woman of honor? I don't know. Is she classic woman don't... of honor? Is she? I don't know. Actually, hoopla hotties have much honor. I'm not really sure, but I don't. I don't think so. Let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> so that caused another distraction, and then Taven picked up the win with his headlock DDT drive. He really, he really, really... Needs, a, he needs a name for that. Yeah. It's so awkward to explain what it is. What could it be called, though? It's got to be something sleazy. To the Taven the... effect. Hmm, yeah, it's going to be oh, something like... It's got to, it'll have to be some sort of innuendo, hasn't it? Surely for... Yeah. Um, I have no idea what... Something to do with, like... Uh, giving head or something. Um, <laughs> let's just okay, let's, let's move just, on. <laughs> let's just not talk about Matt Taven giving head to his opponents to beat them. Let's just uh, <laughs> let's just move on. So that was this week's Ring of Honor TV show. And as someone who hasn't watched it for a while, it was okay. It it wasn't awful. It, I mean, the, to be honest, there was three good matches on there, so you can't really complain. But I don't know. There's just something about it. One of the things thing, missing, isn't there? I think. I one of the things I will say is that this show didn't have any inside Ring of Honor because they had uh, four matches, which obviously is a, a good thing. And they also, I've noticed, they've replaced Kevin Kelly backstage a lot with um, is his name Larry Legend, something like that. I've probably completely botched that. It's not Larry. It's um. Lenny, this... Lenny, not Lenny Leonard. What's, what's his name? <laughs> I forget someone... his name. There is someone who who is he's now backstage with. Uh, he was at he best in the pay-per-views as well, doesn't it? Lenny, best... Lenny, Lenny, Lenny Leonard. That doesn't sound right. I'm sure it's I Lenny. Swear Leonard. I swear his name is Larry Legend. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of. I think you're right. Uh, anyway, it is, it is Larry Legend. I'm thinking of that Lenny Leonard guy from. I can't remember where he's from. I think he's a commentator somewhere. Yeah, Larry Legend. <laughs> he he was sort of backstage hyping up the upcoming events, as opposed to Kevin Kelly. I think he's, he's pretty good as well. He seems yeah, like he's better than Kevin Kelly. He comes across yeah. much better and much more sort of genuine. So I hope they slowly begin to phase Kevin Kelly's sort of on-camera mic time out, and maybe even get this guy in for. But what about the wrap-ups from the? the... Oh, well, I think Kevin Kelly can do that with, you know, taking his tie off. And you know, a bit of rap music in the background, a bit of, uh, you know, zooming in with the camera angles and exactly. the dramatic Kevin Kelly taking his tie off. I mean, there's nothing nothing better than that. So Ring of Honor on SPG, of course, will return tomorrow with another show. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to discuss that show next week because we're going to be joined by a very special guest for episode 99. And we'll talk about that later on in the show. So uh, I'll do a very quick recap of what happens on the July 13th show and we'll be back to talk about the July 20th show which features Jay Briscoe versus Matt Hardy. We're going to be talking about that at episode 100. So for our 100th show, we're going to be talking about a Matt Hardy main event match. Stephen, I bet you're excited. I cannot wait. What, what better way to signal the 100th episode of this podcast than to talk about Matt Hardy? And another failed stand that we all took on as a result of a match. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the tom- tomorrow's show begins with Tommaso Ciampa defeating QT Marshall. And we actually had Prince Nana watching on from the entranceway. Um, I thought this was quite good, actually. We had a lot of QT taking advantage of the Ciampa's knee. And they were sort of ma- the commentators were pointing out that no one else has done that at this point in his matches. 
And, uh, it, you know, at some point they made it look like QT was, you know, he was getting, he was quite dominant in the match at some point. So I think this is the end of that feud. Yeah, definitely. We even saw um, RD Evans take the Project Champa, which is always good. And, yeah, it, it was a good match. Nothing to complain about. So, you know, maybe maybe QT Marshall isn't so bad after all. We'll have to wait and see. He's definitely but, improved since yeah. being put with Evans, in, especially in the tag team. The tag team, I think, works quite well. I'm not. I'm still not sure on him as a singles guy, just because I just don't think he really brings much to the table like, that's different from anyone else, really. So, yeah. uh, but as a tag team, I think they definitely work, and there's and there's no other tag team really like them at, at the moment in Ring of Honor. So I think they definitely serve a purpose uh, as a team. Then we have Mike Bennett defeating. Well, unfortunately, to refresh my memory, I'm reading from the spoilers, and we because we don't know unknown the local guy. Yeah, it was a, he beat a jobber with the box office smash in a TKO. Now the funny thing is, you know how Kevin Kelly used to call every single move that Jay Lethal did the Lethal Injection. Is he now calling everything the box office smash? Yeah, he did the <laughs> box office smash, and then he picked him up and gave him a TKO, and he called that the box office smash. And Surely the fact that he's doing exactly the same, like he's doing a different move straight after the one he's just called something. Surely he, he must think, <laughs> he hey, it's no, 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 a bit he, different. He didn't call both the box office smash, just the second one. Oh, okay. So he just got it completely wrong. He just changed the move, yeah. Oh. Um, after the match, Mike Bennett claimed that Ring of Honor had begged him to stay and the fans wanted him to stay. And he had a Ring of Honor contract in his hand. And he actually offered this to Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger was very excited to get the opportunity to sign that Ring of Honor contract. And just as Maria was about to give him a pen, he got super kicked in the face by Mike Bennett and collapsed to the ground. And was then being completely destroyed by him until Brutal Bob actually pulled Bennett. Why not Bob? Exactly. He pulled him away from Cheeseburger to help him. I think that could be a tag team there. Brutal Burger? <laughs> I, like, I like the sound Definitely. of that. Um, and then Bennett turns on Brutal Bob, gives him no. the box office smash, what? and claims that the prodigy is dead. Well, Mike Bennett versus Bob Evans at final battle. He's oh, on the card. No, no, that'll happen on TV. I think. I don't know what this means for Bennett. I have no idea how he's going to be any different. We'll have to wait. I and think see. they're just going to try and freshen him up a bit because mm-hmm. they have to do something if he's going to stay around and they're going to give him a push or just at least have him win some matches and they just they can't just have him going on the way he has been because he's been getting mat- he's been getting big wins they're just ignoring him is he staying is he going if he's staying just freshen him up a bit I think they're going sort of you know he's focusing more on wins now rather than just being you know using Ring Run as a stepping stone I think he's just going to be like a more serious character which I think it'll benefit him to be mm. honest because his old character, I think, was getting a bit bit stale, and it was yeah. the way they booked him. There was no sort of way forward there, so maybe this will give him the chance to sort of, you know, uh, sort of reinvent himself a bit and maybe uh, get back towards that TV title that he should have won a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think this sort of reboot of Bennett is definitely needed because this weird sort of legend killer thing he had going on where he'd beat guys that returned for one night and then disappear for three months and then beat another <laughs> legend was just it kind of killed any momentum he had completely so he was a he was a legend killer but unfortunately he was killing his own career <laughs> so hopefully um this will will help him and we'll just have to tune in and wait and see 
Um, we then have a very quick promo from Jay Briscoe. He says that he may be hurt, but he's still breathing. And he said that Matt Hardy will have to pry the title from his cold, dead hands. Then we get to our main event, which saw Red Dragon defeat um, CNC Wrestle Factory with the Chasing the Dragon to retain the tag team titles. And I think someone needs to tell Red Dragon that it's a PG show because <laughs> as soon as they came out, Bobby Fish just went, Oh shit, it's Red Dragon! And they started flipping off the crowd. It's like <laughs> just all these giant blurred hands that he was doing. It was I remember like when uh, Charlie Harsh used to come out on TV. It's just yeah, the whole blur. crowd just a massive blur. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, this started. It was, it was a good main event, but it saw, it basically descended into chaos. Um, the American Wolves came out and did the the Prince Nana and Adrenaline Rush thing of standing at the entrance over with a spotlight on them. Um, just sort of watching the match. And Steve Carino was not happy with this. And this led to Davey and Carino have an altercation and Davey pushed Carino. And then Carino's boys came out, scum. They started beating down the Wolves. But then Adrenaline Rush came out and started beating down scum as well. So it was sort of like Wolves and Adrenaline Rush versus scum was happening on the outside of the ring while the tag team title match was going on inside the ring. And there's a great spot where Cedric did a great dive over the top and took out all the guys on the outside. Um, I can't remember the finish exactly. I know that I think it was Cedric or Caprice. Well, it was one of the two. <laughs> I know it was, members it, of CNC. It was the chase. They were they were going for overtime, but it was countered, and they um, did the chase in the dragon to retain the belts. And the commentators made a point that it's another CNC title match, title opportunity that's ended with some sort of chaos or distraction or interference or something they weren't responsible for and I get the feeling they're going to turn heel I mentioned this before and I, I was I did say a couple of weeks ago that I was going to do bring back the creative direction series that I used to do and that will be back hopefully it will be back next week and the first one will be on CNC and I, I, I think they might they might uh, sort of just, benefit from a heel turn. Just the way it's going, it, it feels like it makes sense because Karina was saying, why have these got so many tag team title shots? And yeah. Kevin Kelly was explaining that every time they get one, something goes wrong that isn't always their fault. So I can see them perhaps turning heel and just because they're pissed off and they got all these opportunities and crap happens with Scum and the referees can't control it or whatever happens. So maybe they'll just change their attitude a bit. And who knows, maybe that could work. Eventually, obviously, we'd have to get the belts off Red Dragon onto a face team first. But I'm not really know. sure how how they how they'd work as heels. But I think that I mean the way they are at the moment, they, you know, they're, they're at a point now where unless they keep you know they start getting wins over established teams, which Ring Runner don't seem to want to give them, then they're just going to be stagnating you know, where they are. So mm. maybe a heel turn might be able to sort of a uh, bit like Mike Bennett, just sort of reboot them a bit and give them something fresh to, to work with. And I think that the one thing that really stood in, uh, stayed in my sort of head when I was thinking about a heel turn is that when the, they were sort of announcing the Steel Cage Warfare teams, they did a, uh, I think they put it on the YouTube uh, channel, basically CNC like, cutting a promo saying that they want to be in this match. Because, I mean, they, they were involved in sort of taking on Scrum in a lot of matches. So yeah. they could use that as an, you know part of the reason why they're turning as well, saying you know, they offered their help to Ring of Honor and they... You know, Ring of Honor didn't want them, so why should you know why should they bother sort of yeah. towing the line sort of thing? It definitely looks like they're heading towards that, so we'll just have to wait and see. So now we're going to move on to the news, which you can always find during the week at rohworld.com. 
John? <laughs> Without John, who's going to do the news? I'll have to step in. Um, well, the first bit of news is that Adam Page has signed a contract with Ring of Honor. He has indeed. That's I think, it. I think, I think it's a good move. Yeah. I think we've talked about him earlier, haven't we? Um, he he definitely looks like he's got some sort of potential. I mean, I'm not... Uh, I haven't seen that much of him. Well, I've not seen none of him outside of Ring of Honor, but he's looked uh, pretty good in his sort of brief uh, mm. matches. I th- he reminds me a lot of Adam Cole, not just because he's called Adam, but, <laughs> and his second uh, name's got four letters. But um, I think you know he's a bit rough at the moment, but I think he, he definitely got the look, and he's uh, you know he's good in the ring, and he's still. I mean, he looks pretty young. I should imagine he's he's probably about twenty two, twenty three. So plenty of time for him to develop, and I think. Uh, Ring of Honor have done well to sort of uh, lock him into a contract. So hopefully they'll actually book him on shows, unlike a lot of the other wrestlers they put under contract. <laughs> um, it's also been announced that the Forever Hooligans are coming back to Ring of Honor for three shows. They'll be at the TV tapings July 27th in Rhode Island. They'll be at All Star <laughs> Extravaganza V5 on August 3rd. And they'll also be at Manha- Manhattan Mayhem <laughs> V5 in New York on August 17th. Ring of Honor are really killing us with these show names. Some of them are ridiculous, especially the ones the ones coming up this weekend. The... All-Star Extravaganza 5. That's easy to say. Come on. Anyway, um, so three teams for the Forever Hooligans. Who do you think? It's going to have a rematch be. with the Wolves, probably. I don't know. I, I could see them doing Red Dragon. Yeah, Red Dragon, definitely. Red Dragon, C&C, and Adrenaline Rush. They've already faced the Wolves. They lost. I think that's a closed book. Yeah, those, I think those three would work well. Or maybe Camp Cheese will get oh, it. Oh, yeah. An opportunity. That, 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 would be, that would be the dream match, wouldn't it? Put that on the all-star extravaganza. <laughs> um, and the final bit of news is regarding the... The main topic that we had last week was the big 50-man ROH World title tournament. Um, it's 16 men have, uh, that are being in, in this tournament to crown a new world champion, which ends um, at Death Before Dishonor weekend. I yeah, the Philadelphia weekend. There's in, Death Before Dishonor and there's TV the next day. Wait, wait, so... wait, 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 wait. I think we overlooked something here. The Did new we? world champion is going to be crowned on the TV... Well, they haven't said especially that it's going to be on TV. They just said on that weekend. So, Well, if it wasn't... I don't know. Maybe they're going to decide. I don't know. But the thing is, I think maybe with it not being an iPay-per-view now, they'll probably oh, just think, let's it. just do it on TV. So, I mean, is there much, I think they'd probably rather do title changes now on TV than, the, than like random shows because they're not going to have the same hype as an iPay-per-view, are they? So Yeah. So, so far, 13 of the 16 guys have been announced. Um, you, you know the, the guys that have been announced so far, Stephen. Is, are you still as um, down on the tournament? Are you still as against it as we were last week? Um, I think they've done well so far with the names that they've, they've brought in. I'm, I'm still not looking forward to it that much just because I hate tournaments and I think they should have just given the belt to someone else. Um, well, they had that opportunity, didn't they, at the TV, and they didn't take that. So, well, exactly. Um, 
But and, given credit, I think they have made it interesting with some of the names they've brought in. So yeah, they're, they're trying. They're making the best of a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. It's a situation that could have easily been avoided. Yeah, it's still a situation that they've made themselves. So. Yeah, exactly. And you know the names that they have got in for this tournament, which I'll get to in a second. It it screams to me that this was planned way in advance. It definitely looks like it, doesn't it? Because you wouldn't be able to, you know, just randomly go to these guys. Hey, we need you for this tournament in like a month. I don't know. Maybe that's how wrestling bookings work. I have no idea. I haven't booked a wrestler before. Um, <laughs> anyway, <That's pretty> weird. <laughs> let's get to this silly tournament. Number one, Michael Elgin. I'm very no. surprised. I'm surprised he didn't have to sort of wrestle some sort of match to earn a spot or something. I know, in the yeah. Tournament. Some sort of number one. A one on six match or something just to get in the tournament. <laughs> we have the Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. I'm not. Oh, I'm not a huge fan of his personally. I don't. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen him for ages. I think the last in time I saw him, was, yeah, oh when my. he did that stupid gimmick with the he was awful in the corner. In TNA. So if he's anything, oh. everyone turns awful in TNA because it's TNA. I mean, he might. He might be. I don't know. I mean, I hadn't seen Paul London for ages, and he turned out to be pretty good when he came back. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, he's not one that I'm like really, really. He's, he's got struggling. no chance of winning. He's not going to get very far, is nah, it? But. He's just like a name, isn't he? I mean, yeah. That he was that expensive, and uh, I'm sure he'll be decent enough. Carl Anderson. That's a good one, especially with the uh, you know the wins he got over Algin and Strong. I think makes sense for him to be in it. Yeah, I'm not sure how far he'll go just because of the you know having to book him from Japan. Mm. Um, but you know, he definitely looked strong after the last couple of wins he had, and he, he looked really good. So that's yeah, that's a good uh, it's a good selection. Kevin Steen. Pretty much a given, wasn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah Steam was yeah. always going to be in it. Paul London is coming back. That's a good one. I, I know they said that he was going to be back for the uh, Toronto show, didn't they? So, obviously, yeah. he's going to be put in the tournament. Um, wasn't it I'd, announced that he was going to face Elgin? Is that still on? I don't think it was announced, was it? He was supposed to face Elgin. Yeah, but they, didn't they say that that match would happen at a late date? They did say, but they didn't say like specifically. Right. Okay. Okay. So whether yeah. that'll be here or later down the line, I don't know. But again, I thought he looked really good against uh, Davy when he came back. So that's uh, yeah, it's a good selection again. Roderick Strong. Well, yeah, I think Roderick's always going to be in it, wasn't he? Um, so I don't know. What they, oh. so I don't know what they're doing with him, but yeah. Well, you know, he's got camp cheese now to. That's <laughs> true. Um, Adam Cole, I think he'll be going pretty far. He'll be in the final, win. guaranteed. Yeah. Sanjay Dutt. That's a random one, isn't it? It's um, very strange. I don't remember his latest Ring of Honor, uh, last Ring of Honor run being that great. No, he was... I used to be a big fan of his in TNA, but I don't know how he is these days. No, I've I've not uh, I've not seen him for ages. Uh, I think one of the last shows he did was like Final Battle 2010. I remember he had a match on that show. I think it was against... Eddie Edwards, maybe, for the TV title. Hmm. Uh, I think that, that's, that's the last time that. I remember him. Is Kenny Omega in that? I feel like in a match with Kenny Omega. I don't know. I think I think he actually replaced Kenny Omega in that match. Right. I'm pretty sure Kenny Omega was supposed to face Eddie Edwards and he had to pull out. And that, and he hasn't been in Ring of Honor since. But hmm. yeah, so Jay, that from, from what I remember, he was he was good. But, I mean, I can't... I mean, I don't know what he's... But how long has he been out of TNA for? He was there not long ago, wasn't he? Oh, I know they're bringing a lot of the X Division guys back, aren't they? Um, like now and again. So yeah. But I th- yeah. Again, I think it'll be an interesting one just to see him back. B J Whitmer. 
Um, again, I think it was a pretty obvious one, isn't he? Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. BJ Whitmer's a strange one. Uh, I think he's a he's a bit like Jay Lethal for me. That you always get a good match out of him, but he's not a guy I particularly really look forward to watching. It, it depends who he's up against. Yeah, it really does. Uh-huh. Like putting him against Bennett was a bad idea. Yeah, that was never going to work. It was just a match made in hell, really. Um, <laughs> I, th- um, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think he's, his gimmick's just a bit bland. So I, I, I would compare him to uh, to Lethal, especially Lethal last year when he just wasn't doing anything. And he, I mean, you've always guaranteed a good match for him, but I don't know. I think there's just something missing from him. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, th- I can't really put my finger on it, but I think, yeah, he was always going to be in the tournament. Tommaso Ciampa. Um, yeah, again. He's he, the wild card, I think. Yeah, I think, I think they'll have him go far. I don't think he'll win it. I don't think no. he'll be in the final. Um, but, I mean, we don't even know what they're going to do for the final. Is it going to be a one-on-one? Is it going to be a sort of a Maybe it'll be play? a five-corner survival match that you But the problem is that there's 18 guys. No, there's not 18 guys. I keep saying 18. There's 16 guys. So we're going to have, unless someone pulls out, or uh, we're going to have five people. And we have unbeatable Jay Lethal. Oh. This will be the biggest test of his unbeatableness. Because ever since... How, how does he get on with tournaments? I can't even remember him in a tournament. No, neither can I. This could be his debut in a Ring of Honor tournament. Well, he did win that Honor Rumble thing. Which uh, is yeah. sort of a mini tournament. Yeah. The thing is, though, ever since he slipped... At, was it Supercard of Honor? He on fell over those yeah. ropes... And then he's he's lost so many matches. He lost to Jimmy Jacobs twice. <laughs> he's getting pinned in tag matches. Like ever since then, it's like he's been cursed. So we'll find out if he's still cursed um, when this tournament kicks off, mm. which I believe is at the uh, July twenty seventh TV tapings in Providence. I think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the website says that the next participant is Michael Bennett. Who? I don't know. Is My- it... Michael Bennett? Michael Bennett is what was listed on the website, so I don't know if this is oh. Mike Bennett's little brother is coming in for a shot or what, but... No, I've never heard of Michael Bennett. Oh, very, very strange. Yeah, that's, uh, a new, that's a new guy. It'll be interesting to see what he uh, brings to the table. Exactly. Unlucky number 13 will either go to Adam Page or Silas Young, depending on the winner of their match. Silas Young, please. Yeah, it'd have to be Silas Young. Especially because Adam Page beat him, didn't he, on TV? So. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so that yeah. there you go. That is the uh, the tournament so far. That leaves three spots left. And I think we might have a question about those spots later. Or... We might do. We might not. We'll have to wait and find out. I was going to say, okay then, let's just move on <laughs> with the show. Um, you, you know, even if we did take predictions, they'd all be wrong, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, so now we're going to quickly go through the results of Night of Hoopla, which took place last night in Chicago. And based on these results, looks like one of the most ridiculous shows that Ring of Honor have ever done, and probably one of the most entertaining. And uh, definitely one I'm actually really looking forward to seeing, which is quite rare of a Ring of Honor house show. Um, so the show began with Scarlett singing the House of Truth national anthem. <laughs> I have no, I, have no, I hope it's just the House of Truth theme music. 
Um, and we should also note that because tonight is night all, because it was night of hoopla, none of the referees were wearing trousers. So we get fat pants without pants. Well, when British people say pants, Stephen, it means a much yeah. dangerous Yeah, I, th- I think we have a question about are we, are we wearing pants. So we'll, we'll get onto the finer details of our pants versus American pants uh, in that question. It's ridiculous. Um, in the opening contest, in a three-way match, Matt Taven defeated Eddie Edwards and Adam Cole. Um, at one point, Scarlett was there and she spanked the referee. And then Eddie Edwards chopped her on the ass. That must have hurt. Or maybe she liked it. I don't know. <laughs> um, then we have our next match with special guest referee Maria as Black Machismo Jay Lethal made his return and defeated Delirious. Where's that guy been, Delirious? Why Why did he suddenly stop getting booked? I don't know what he's doing. You know, He's just sat around doing nothing by the sounds of it. Um, <laughs> he lost... Uh, Jay Lethal, sorry, picked up the win with a roll-up. And after the match, Lethal uh, went to Maria, who he called Elizabeth, and asked her to marry him. And she said, ooh, yeah. So there we go. Just like that, I hope. And then we got to the the pants-off dance-off, which has been judged by Judge Jeff Jones. And it began with three hoopla hotties um, dancing and was then interrupted by American Wolf David Richards, who talked about this how this wasn't what Ring of Honor was about, and he mentioned some of the greats from the past. But then he started dancing, <laughs> and then he spanked one of the hoopla hotties, and then Judge Jeff Jones declared David Richards the winner of the first ever Pants Off Dance Off, making him undefeated in pantsless dancing competitions. Well, we, we we say that. We're not 100% sure. He might have had pantsless dance-off competitions in, in other you know, in other companies or just in other countries on his on his journeys. We don't know, but it's a, it's a, a great victory for Davey nonetheless. Up next, we had a Lumberjill match as Davey Richards took on Silas Young and in a surprise twist, all of the Lumberjills were just male wrestlers in drag and one of them even kissed Silas Young at one point and Davy Richards got the win via submission and then sang a song after the match. I have no idea what he's... This is just like a parallel universe. What's going on? Why is Davy Richards dancing with no pants on and singing? I I don't know. It's just... But it still sounds like the best ring on a show ever. It's ridiculous. It's because they're just so serious all the time. This is I know. It's just such a welcome relief from it being, yeah, like 100% serious all the time. This is a sport. So just go out there and just do what the hell you want. Just have fun. And This is like this is the show I'm looking forward to the most, I think. I can't remember the last time I was this looking forward to watching. I know. It's weird. Show. It's very weird. But I think it's, it only works because it's a one-off. If this was like every house show, it wouldn't work. No, of course not. I think maybe once a year I think or one, It's got to be a once-a-year tradition, surely. Yeah. And no. then it brings us to the match I'm most anticipating personally. For the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles, Red Dragon retained successfully against Camp Cheese of Roderick <laughs> Strong and Cheeseburger. This is going to be so good. And um, this was Cheeseburger's 
in-ring debut in Ring of Honor as he teamed up with Roderick Strong. Um, unfortunately, he was defeated. He was the one pinned after oh. Red Dragon hit him with the Chasing the Dragon. And the crowd are apparently going crazy for Cheeseburger and chanting, you still got it. <laughs> <laughs> and he even did a Canadian Destroyer at one point, which I hope is the Cheeseburger Destroyer. <laughs> it has to be. Uh, that, that's, that should be brilliant. Imagine the interaction between Bobby Fish and Cheeseburger as well. <laughs> I hope Cheeseburger wore some sort of like a cardigan or a scarf to the ring. <laughs> and then we have... Truth Martini interviewing Satan. <laughs> Who was playing Satan? I don't Maybe it was Joe Coff or something. <laughs> oh, no, he, he wasn't, wasn't booked, though. He wasn't, he wasn't booked. Oh, he wasn't booked, damn it. <laughs> I don't know who was playing Satan. Um, <laughs> Satan says that QT Marshall only got a job because he sold his soul to him. <laughs> and then the House of Truth take out Satan. What the hell? I don't know. Who? Who? Who could this be? Do you think it's someone from the roster or just like... Maybe it's a guardian of truth. Maybe. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Martini was saying how much he uh, regretted that decision, so... I know, we did warn him. Um, And then we have the main event as Michael Elgin teams up with his recently married wife, Mischief, and BJ Whitmer to take on ACH, Tadarius Thomas and Athena. In an intergender six-man tag team match. We really need Johnny to d- explain the rules of an intergender six-person match. but Now, there are different reports here. But someone, one of the reports said that Elgin picked up the win by making out with his wife. <laughs> and then using the green mist on TD Thomas as a result of that. And hitting him with a buckle bomb and Elgin bomb to pick up the win. And then he did the worm. <laughs> Michael Elgin did the worm. <laughs> oh, this show's the best thing ever. Oh my and that, god! And that was th- that. That is not a hoopla. Best show ever. It sounds like there could actually be some good matches there. So he's definitely going to be a five out of five on the DVD re- review. I'm I'm quite concerned that it's going to get the highest ever review we've ever given. I think the... it will be because if you look at the card, like that three way, the David Richards uh, Salish Young match. And yeah, the, it's actually quite the, strong. The main event. And, you know, for all we know, the cheeseburger match could actually be very good because you've still got fish. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't it be good? That's very true. Cheeseburger's what? been training in the Ring of Honor Dojo for quite some time. He's a skilled athlete. It's a good point. We don't actually see him wrestle. So no, but... it could get a five out of five. But I'd, 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 I don't know if we can give it a five because I don't know. We might have to have talks about this. We'll see when it's out, because I know you and John will all be watching it, and I think there might have to be a, an agreed-upon score as opposed to just one person giving it a review. <laughs> yeah, I think we might have to uh, do it by committee or something. Hopefully this will appear on the Video On Demand section as soon as possible, because I really want to see it. Um, so yeah, that's A Night of Hoopla. It took place last night in Chicago, so... We'll be reviewing it very soon on rhworld.com and I'm, and I'm sure we'll be talking about this show quite a lot on the RH cast coming soon. So um, now we'll move on to the questions and topics that you sent in. Now I've just realised I completely forgot to tell people how to actually send in those questions. This could be someone's first ever show, which 
to which I apologise for the content. Stop listening and just go leave now. <laughs> Please. So, not yet. You've... <laughs> um, you can tweet us at ROH underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world. Or you can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. And there are still two weeks left to get your ideas, suggestions, anything you want to say about episode 100, which will take place. Um, I believe it is the week beginning July 22nd. So some point during that week will be episode 100 of the ROH cast. So be sure to tune into that. But for now, we'll get to all of the questions and topics we've got this week. Yeah, we've got quite a lot uh, this week. Start on the forum uh, with Burnside, who points out that I think I said that they, uh, with a world title situation, that they could have had Jay just dropped the belt to Matt Hardy when they had the opportunity. Um, I think we all, we all said that. Yeah, and I think I said that Hardy could have maybe dropped it then in uh, Toronto to Algin. Oops. Uh, but Burnside points out that apparently Matt Hardy can't, well, couldn't have dropped the world title to Michael Algin in Toronto because apparently, like Jim Cornette, he can't cross the border due to his criminal record. I, That's I, 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 good remember, point. I remember hearing that. When was the show? Was it Border Wars? And he wasn't on that show, was he? No, he wasn't, no. So, But I'm pretty sure... Sh- I don't know if it was him or someone else on the roster said, like, mentioned it on Twitter and said that it, that wasn't the reason he wasn't booked. But Yeah, but you wouldn't want to admit that. No, I suppose not, no. I mean, I'm not sure... Sh- I know it's it's quite difficult, isn't it, from what I remember, to get over the border. I think the Briscoes have had trouble in the past, haven't they? I got over the border into Canada when I was in America. Oh, they've obviously let anyone in then. <laughs> yeah, they let me through, so... <laughs> I'm sure Matt Hardy can get through. <laughs> Um, KL underscore, do you think RH will invite CM Punk and Brian Danielson for the RH World Title Tournament? <laughs> I'm not sure they'd accept the invitation, to be honest. No, I but... think they're busy making millions and millions of dollars at the moment to, uh, to come uh... into this tournament. Uh, do you think Mischief will fight in the tournament? Well, maybe, you know, now she's uh, married to Algin, maybe, she, you know, she can get Algin to use uh, persuasive powers with uh, Delirious and maybe she can get a spot. Maybe. Um Maybe she'll advance the second round by defeating QT Marshall. I'm not sure QT Marshall's going to have a spot in this tournament, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think Mischief more, would probably be higher up the... Yeah, it's more believable than Mischief will, I think. Uh, which one of you has spent most, the most amount of money on ROH? Probably you, or John, I would assume. Yeah, I've got quite a lot of DVDs. I mean, and... You've got a Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team t-shirt, so... I, I do, I will admit to that. Um, it's it's one of my favourite. Uh, What's the quote? There's no, there's no there's no off season on on the road to glory or something. Journey on... to greatness. Journey to greatness. That's it. Yeah. Great t-shirt. It is a fantastic. Did t-shirt. any of us get the household one that came out? No, I was looking on the RH. Um, is it still there? I think I think they've still got it, but I think they've only got it in like small and medium or something. Oh, small. I can get. It. Yeah, I might. Uh... Is, it, is it on sale? Yeah, I think it's like $8 or something. That that could be the one and only Ring of Honor t-shirt I own, I think. <laughs> um, we've got some more on the forum. Uh, people, t- Yeah, Yim Yak says that uh, the Briscoes are able to get over and apparently they have some sort of record. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. Um, Die Harder, for the 100th show, maybe you guys could do a top 10 matches from the events you have covered. Congrats hmm. on the effort. I really enjoy listening each week. Thank you. Wow. For that. Um yeah, I think we will end up doing some of that for the 100th show, like, I don't know, top five shows that we've ever watched or matches or feuds or whatever. Because we're, yeah. we're often asked questions like that, but when you put on the spot to, like, name your top three shows in Ring of One History or whatever, it's so difficult to come up 
off the top of your head. So mm. if we actually put some thought into it, like we we never do with our HCast, maybe if we actually plan <laughs> and a professional for one night only, then we could actually give you uh, guys sort of a RHCast unauthorised. It goes yeah. professional. <laughs> you know, Ring of Honor goes unauthorised for one night becomes ridiculously silly. We just do the opposite and become yeah. professional. <laughs> um, Burnside asks, with this weekend's shows being titled Reclamation Parts 1 and 2, <laughs> when, when naming their shows, is RH just choosing longish words at random at this point? Yes. Reclamation means the conversion of wasteland into land suitable for use of habitation or culti- cultivation. Right. Do you think cult- look- <laughs> cultivation is going to be another show, I think, at some point yeah. this year. I'll have cultivation. Well, Burnside suggests some other names. Can we oh. look forward to any of the following later in 2013? Now, I'm, I'm going to butcher some of these words. Defibrillation Part 3. <laughs> Extrapolation The Beginning. <laughs> Genitorial The Night Beyond. What? An equestrian day one part two. <laughs> <laughs> I like how there was a show recently that they just didn't name it at all. They just put it on, on demand as like. I think the it date. was the San, the San Antonio one. Yeah, it was just like San Antonio and then the date. Like they just didn't even be bothered to. And then I think they just before it was released on DVD, they changed like the Honor in the Heart of Texas or something like that, wasn't it? Oh, God. Um, you... I'm pretty sure they only named these, these shows at the weekend like very uh, recently. Not the last couple of days. One and two. And, uh, I, uh, they're running out of ideas. I suppose right. it's difficult to name every single show. Maybe they just shouldn't. I, I don't know. I suppose they have to for like DVD. Yeah, then as you say, like then it just becomes ROH in random town. Yeah. And then when they run that town the next time, it's just well, it's be honest, confusing, wouldn't you it? You know, we've done 90 what episodes of the ROH cast, and we have stupid names. We can help them. That's true. If you need stupid names, we are your men. Like uh, Kate, the, what was that one we had? Death before Dis Hardy that John that was, absolutely that was loved. A very good one. That was a very good one. <laughs> uh, oh. Can you? Sorry, go on. No, it doesn't matter. Can you say this? Asks. Uh, got two questions. What would you say is the greatest era in ROH or year? For me, it was 05 to 06 era. We had the Summer of Punk, and after that, we had Brian Danielson's title reign, Nigel Runner's pure champion generation. Next, I think a lot of people will say 05 and 06. Uh, personally, I'd probably say. The 2011 to 2012, just because of the Ooh, fantastic right. Jim Cornette booking. Uh, <laughs> oh dear, that was definitely not. that was a fun time to be covering Ring of, Ring of Honor, wasn't it? <clears throat> fun is one word. Hell is another. I'd uh, love to listen back to some of those old RH casts. We were so angry. I know. We. I know. I, I think every that's week. why they lasted so long because we just we were just ranting every single week. I think last week's episode channeled back to some of those old ones. Yeah. We're, we're getting a bit more into it now, aren't we? Mm. Um, number two, would you either have an interview with Steen? Yes, I've said it before, but it would be awesome. Or why not do an in-depth talk about your top five matches in RH and why? Is that his suggestions for episode 100, do you think? Or Yeah, I think so. Yeah, As I said to the other, uh, I think it's Burnside, who, no, sorry, Die Harder. Um, we will do something like top five matches and we'll actually think about it before we record. Should um, be top five RH cast moments. Been so oh, many. It's been too many, yeah. We'll have to do like top five threads on the forum because there have been some classic forum threads. Yeah. Um, yeah, interview Steen. Um, you know, we've, I think we've always wanted to sort of interview Steen. So if we can, if we can get it sort of sorted out, then we'd definitely like to. Um, mm. Steen, uh, maybe this is Kevin Steen. Steen five one five zero. 
do you think the final spots in the tournament are safe for some returns to the company? If so, who you th- who do you think will return? I don't know. I mean, it's like we've got Sanjay Dot. Is PC Williams under TNA contract? I mean, there's a lot of these X Division guys that seem to appear for TNA for like a night and then don't come back. So yeah, is PT under contract there, or I shouldn't think so. No. Um, I mean, it, who on the roster? His last run think... wasn't that great, though. Um, yeah, but who who on the roster do you think could go into these slots? There's three left. Maybe, maybe they st- maybe they'll stick Taven in there. No, I don't think they will because they're not think? putting any of the tag division in. There's no Red Dragon or yeah, it's just, there's uh, not even the American Wolves in there, which is surprising. No, looking on the roster, you can't really th- you can't really pick out anybody for Eddie, can you? Uh, Matt, Matt Hardy. But why? Why would they want to? There's no reason to put any. I was thinking Rhino, but why is there any reason to put any guy that was in Scum into this tournament? Well, you they... Know, they gave Scum title matches for no reason at the last. Oh well, yeah, that mate. So. Yeah, I, I'd, maybe Rhino. I know Rhino seems to be getting his booked for this weekend, isn't he? And I think in the uh, the latest news, why they were teasing that R.D. Evans had maybe uh, got his services. So maybe we could see a QT Marshall and Rhino tag team. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so maybe they will have to bring a couple of guys in because there's just unless they just like just so, can't bring anyone else and just go Richards and Edwards. I don't know. Maybe maybe some guy from Japan. I don't know how much you love your Japanese. I'm the, I am. You know, my brain is like a Japanese dojo when it comes to. <laughs> so I'll have to do my research, look at my spreadsheet and my documents of the wrestlers <laughs> I'm tracking in Japan, their wins, losses, their attributes, and then maybe <laughs> maybe name who I'd like to see. From Japan. Give us a dossier of the top three. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, mate, I, I reckon they'll probably will bring at least one other guy that's not on the roster. Shall I start lacing up my boots? <laughs> There's so many guys out there that could bring in. Who who knows? I mean, so many. Um, Andy Diaz asks, "What would the love child between Cheeseburger and Truth Martini look like?" <laughs> Very scary without any pants on. Yeah, he'd be born in those little tuxedo pants. <laughs> and he'd have like a massive top hat on with <laughs> hair flowing out of it. Yeah, it'd just be like a, truth, a mini truth martini. It would be, yeah. Um, on to Facebook now, Drew asks, on last week's podcast, you guys almost dismissed the idea of Matt Hardy winning the belt. How angry would you be if he won, in, won it in the tournament? Oh, you see ROH having him win the tournament after they stupidly didn't give him the belt that <sighs> belt win they should have. Keep up the excellent podcast. Thank Can we just so. like edit this show and bleep that out? Because if Ring of Honor hear that, they'll probably do it. That would be dreadful. I, c- I just don't see why they'd put a scum guy in this tournament. And because I... the, the, the gimmick is that Matt Hardy hasn't so much money. Like he was buying limos for scum and <laughs> paying fans to destroy the signs. This all happens on the TV next week, the 20th one. So maybe... The gimmick can be he... He's going to buy himself. He bribed Nigel McGuinness. Oh, God. That's terrible. Or something. I don't know. Nah, Why gonna, else would he go If they were going to give him the belt, they'd have just given him... They would have given him already. They wouldn't... You just wait. No, I can't Drew, see that. Drew could be onto something there. Oh, I, I hope you're not. Sorry, Drew. Um, we've got a message from Ken now. Uh, who said something about him not being able to access the site and then said... I don't know what he's talking about. Listen, no, I think that was the, a lie. I think the, Ken's just trying to give us a bad clean. name. The site is clean. There are no issues. Yeah. Just yeah. go ahead. Subscribe to ROH World Premium. I don't know. Sorry if there are any technical issues with the website. We'll try and um, 
I, I did notice it has been quite slow lately, so I'll try and contact our web hosts. And yeah, maybe need to get the investors on the uh, yeah, pump some more money into bandwidth or something. I don't know how. Do, do I need works. to go and meet with them for another two weeks? <laughs> yeah, Ken um, suggests maybe we need to create a Vine account just so that we can post uh, non-tech related videos and pretend yeah. like nothing's wrong. That's a good idea. Very good idea. Um, Ken actually then posts another couple of questions. Uh, are you wearing pants for this episode? I well, oh, what does he mean by pants? yeah? Because in in America, pants are trousers. We like pants to Americans are just the things that jeans. you wear on your legs. Yeah, like jeans or trousers or whatever. But in pants in the UK, are pants are underpants? Yeah, but... underpants like yeah, underwear basically. So if you weren't wearing any pants, you'd be naked over here. Then you yeah, you'd basically be naked. Or you'd, for some reason, have jeans on and no underwear yeah. on. Which would be quite painful, I should imagine. Comfortable, yeah. I don't want to do that. No, no, thank you. So are you wearing pants this episode? Um, so yeah, try my answer is no. Um, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking American or British here? I'll leave that to your imagination. Oh, dear. Um, I will say that I am, but I don't have a t-shirt <laughs> on because it's really hot. In for Oh, we don't want to know. We don't want to know. Seth um, then, Seth then uh, goes on and says... And is it boxers, briefs, or commando? <laughs> I've already answered, you know, commando is what I'm going for. <laughs> in this hot weather, I don't know. You know, you Americans are probably used to the hot weather. Us in the UK are not. We're used to it raining. So, so when we get the, the one week a year of hot weather, we go crazy and just go naked everywhere. You know, yeah, you, go to, yeah. you go to the supermarket, you're just getting some, you know, some fruit and veg, a pineapple, a carrot. And then you see, you know, a naked guy next to you. It's like, whoa, come on. All, all I will say is that the one week a year that England gets sun, all the women think they're hoopla hotties. That's, that's all I will say. Unfortunately, not a lot of them are. Some of them are. But not mm-hmm. not the majority, majority of them aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if we've offended anyone with that comment. <laughs> Could we possibly offend? Our female listeners. God. <laughs> yeah, millions of female admirers that we've got. Don't yeah. you read the emails, Harry? Jesus, all that, all that fan mail we get. And it must be sent to you directly, I don't see. Oh, oh, yeah, I think it must be, actually. Um, Ken then has another question. Ken's been busy this week. <laughs> this, is, this is this is the Ken show. This is the longest show ever, and there's only two of us. What major storylines do you think we'll see for the remainder of the year? Uh, Scum are going to come back because it's so <laughs> first time. Adam Cole winning the title, turning heel, being a... Bastard. Um... <laughs> I couldn't think of another word. Douchebag? Um, yeah. But, I don't know, the Red Dragon have the douchebag thing already covered, really. I um, think, uh, oh, that's another thing, actually, that's quite funny on TV. Them two with their text, RH Today <laughs> picture of them. The outfits they had on for that segment was ridiculous. <laughs> I think, didn't you send me a picture? Or... I did, yeah. yeah I love their gimmick, whatever it is. We still don't know what it is. I don't um, know. I'll see. Yeah. I, I... I think Elgin might win the belt eventually. I think it's going to be Elgin, Elgin it, and Cole. Whoever wins it will defend it against the other guy. I think they might just have sort of like a mini feud, maybe going into final battle. Yeah. I think that'll be interesting. Um, I'm not really sure what else. Maybe we'll just have tournaments for the rest of the year. I've got yeah. a freeing feeling that Survival of the Fittest will start on TV just after this tournament. Oh, God, not again. Because it, it finishes in September. Survival of the Fittest is normally, what, October, November? Mm. Yay, tournaments. Got to love those tournaments. Um, we have a few more now on Twitter. I think you asked uh, who people would like to see the win the um, 
world title tournament. I did. Uh, a few people have said Michael Elgin. Uh, somebody said Jay Lethal. He is unbeatable. Somebody Ooh. said Vader Scott. I'm not sure Vader Scott's going to be in the tournament. I think I think that person just likes Vader Scott. I think was it John? Maybe. I d- no, it wasn't John actually. <laughs> uh, somebody BJ Whitmer. Um, yes, yeah, so it's a very sort of uh, varied. Uh... No one said Adam Cole. What's wrong with those people? No, no, nobody said Adam Cole. Hmm. I think uh, it just seems like Algin's the favourite with the RH cast force. Yes. Um. And Adam says Michael Algin doing the worm was amazing. I, I, I have to, to see this. I think I'm gonna have to make a gif of that for my for my avatar on the forum. Yeah. And the and the cheeseburger destroyer. I think I'm. I don't have enough avatars. <laughs> I need more avatars. Um, Drew. Uh, oh, he just asked if we're gonna have a podcast this week or wait until everything has calmed down from a night of hoopla. And as you can tell, because you're listening to it, we have done a podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Adam again says, possible Shikara talent who could come to ROH. What does the future hold for former Scum members? I think we can't answer the first part because our Shikara expert John has not been booked this evening. Yeah, I don't, I don't one, really know much about. So who was in Scum? Are we even allowed to? Because it sort of hasn't aired on TV yet, has it? Moving on. <laughs> what do you mean former, Adam? Why would you use the word former? Um. Yeah, in terms of Shikara, I can't remember. I haven't really watched Shikara, so I can only sort of remember the guys that have been in Ring of Honor. I know a lot of people have said Tim Donst and is it Mr. Touchdown, I think. Oh, those don't are two... ask me. I mean, I'm too busy watching Japanese. Yeah, those are two guys follow, that I know to follow that. a lot. Um, but yeah, I don't really know en- enough about the guys over there to really suggest. Maybe, I don't, know, I don't think there's any harm them coming at, you know, in for just random shows now and again. Like they did when they had the uh, sort of uh, mini agreement going into that uh, Unity show. Uh, I thought yeah. it just added a bit more to cards. So, uh, and that's it this week. As you say, quite a long show this week. To consider there's only two of us. Maybe John's been our been our kryptonite. Maybe. Maybe when John's on the show, people just don't want to send in questions. So that's why we got so many this week. I can't blame them to be honest. Who knows? So before we go, I'm I'm feeling a bit a bit hungry. I could do with a a cheeseburger. And I think next week. Episode 99, we will be joined by none other than Cheeseburger himself. He will be making his RH cast debut next week on the show on Friday, so be sure to tune in to that. And then that will be it. Then we'll be heading to episode 100. Who will appear on that show? Who knows? We don't even know yet. We'll <laughs> have to wait and see. Somebody maybe, tell us, please. Maybe we'll just get Cheeseburger on twice. Who knows? I think it could be on every week. I think it could be a weekly segment with Cheeseburger. Who well, knows? And next week, tune in episode 99. Cheeseburger will be here. So, we hope you enjoyed this show, episode 98. For all of our American fans, we hope you could understand what yeah, the hell good, Stephen good, good luck with that <laughs> all they could hear was oh jolly good cup of tea <laughs> crumpets uh, <laughs> so anyway before we start offending people like last week when you started rambling on about July the 4th so um, let's just wrap up this show I'm rambling hope you enjoyed it leave a review on iTunes we'll see you all next week cheeseburger